Hello. Larry, how's it going? How you doing? Doing going great. Good, good. Is this uh, still a good time to talk? Sure. Yes, sir. Awesome. Hey, so I just want to catch up with you on a few things and uh, just kind of dive a little deeper into exactly what your story is. And I guess uh, we could start off on how did you start your career and uh, became the well-known uh, street ball player that you are, or are, I should say, for lack of better words. Um. I, well, I started my career in Rucker Park in 2000. I uh, I I went through some t- some trouble in high school. <clears throat> By the time I was 19, 20, 21, mm-hmm. I served some time. And then when I got out of uh, my incarceration, I took my talent and went out to New York. And I received the name Bone Collector the first year I got there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. Now, is that just because of that point where you played at Rucker Park? Is that really what helped you get to the next level? Or was it for you? anything before then or how did that start? well before mm-hmm. that my father would uh i practiced a lot my, my dad brought me out to play and learn the game when i was five mm-hmm. and from the age of five to about 18 i just studied every portion of the game my favorite player at the time was michael jordan mm-hmm. and my, my father was uh actually my 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 hero my mentor so he taught me all the fundamentals of the game and then first ball handling goes he started to teach me different ways to make my defender you know, look silly and, and fall mm-hmm. and so, so on, some of those things. So we, we mastered it. He, he helped me master it. And then by the time I was 18, 19, I was a uh, phenomenal player. No, that, that's pretty cool because um, as I was telling you before, I grew up watching you. And uh, I was just thinking of it. Uh, you're really a pioneer. Um, and one, street ball, everything along those lines. You were uh, with the original crew. So uh, for you to kind of be that guy and take that role is um, – unusual to say the least and pretty crazy so i appreciate um, that yeah no anytime i guess let me ask you this i know with the future generations with a lot more people being on technology and all that sort of thing mm-hmm. do you think street ball can make a rise again because it looks like a lot of the major sports are declining but i think street ball can make a, another turn for the best well i truly believe street ball has an, a tremendous upside because the last time street ball was played on a high level was during the annual mixtape tour days and there was been a few tours after this and I was privileged enough to be on those tours mm-hmm. but because there is a missing space for street ball there is no particular there's no team there's no tours there's no you know those things are all up in, in the air so I believe that long as I'm pushing forward and moving my agenda forward um, I believe that those opportunities are there and I'm actually creating these opportunities so I believe that streetball will make a resurgence along with Anwan and all the guys that mm-hmm. the blueprinted it, so on and so forth. And streetball again is of basketball. It's not streetball. It's just a place to learn the game. Yeah, no, I definitely like how you phrase that, um, especially obviously for a lot of the younger people out there who uh, might be listening to this. Uh, just with the ball handles and that sort of thing, it's a good thing to actually pick up on. And a lot of times people might neglect them, or especially in this day and hour with the NBA, with everyone focused on shooting threes. Um, you definitely make a good point there. Mm-hmm. Um, but as you were mentioned, what, what are you looking to do to bring it back? I know you have a YouTube channel called Bone Collector Unlimited. Is that kind of um, your intro? Or? Yeah. So what I'm doing is collectively um, working with a lot of influencers now to, you know, do three on three tours and tournaments. I have a team. My team is called Team Ankle Breaker. We travel to uh, different countries, different states, um, mm-hmm. and we we, we hold uh, different tournaments, three on threes. I do a lot of basketball camps and clinics. And mm-hmm. right now, 
um, and uh, to keep people aware of the streetball world, I I mm-hmm. tend to direct them to my social media pages, my Instagram mm-hmm. page, Bone Collector Six, my YouTube channel, Bone Collector Unlimited, and mm-hmm. with moving forward with that, uh, on a on a very very important note, mm-hmm. I've recently uh, signed with the NBA as a uh, broadcaster and personal trainer, so mm-hmm. I'm gonna be able to teach the game and you know compete at a high level being that i also signed a contract to play in the big three this this Mm -hmm. upcoming year so i think that with all those the combination all those things and then with the fact that i i know pretty much all the players and i've worked with you know james harden Kyrie, steph curry i know these guys i worked with james last year on some of his ball handling stuff and Mm -hmm. he picked it up overnight so i believe that because of these connections that we can also create that buzz around streetball again. Because at the end of the day, there was no social media when it was at its highest point. So it, mm-hmm. it spread through word of mouth. And I believe that this actual genre is one of those that can reassert that way. And I will be continuing to do camps and traveling from city to city. Um, and hopefully I can reach out to any of the kids that are watching now. If you guys feel free to DM me at Bone Collector 6. If you guys got any locations that you'd like me and my team to visit. Yeah, no, that I, I definitely think that as well. Um, first off, to backtrack what you're saying, if social media was around when you were playing in your prime, um, I'm sure everything would have continued to go where it is now. And mm-hmm. um, with you joining the big three and then with you joining the NBA as a broadcaster, I think that will also elevate as well because a lot of kids look up to you, or I should say adults at this point because mm-hmm. I'm almost 30. <laughs> Thank um, you, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and uh, honestly, you're you're an influencer and someone who's just passionate about the game of basketball, loves it. Um, but let me ask you this. I know you mentioned James Harden and Kyrie mm-hmm. um, and whatnot. Um, out of everyone you played with, who do you think has the best handles? Because I think Kyrie's number one, mm-hmm. but I would take Harden as more of an offensive threat um, in that regards overall. Um, out of all the people I know, best handle um, would literally be my father, but I can't put him in that category. But let's say mm-hmm. NBA guys, there's a yeah. there's a tier for me. I'm a ball handler, so I put them in tiers. So mm-hmm. top tier ball handlers, there's only like you know I believe a handful, maybe like five or six, but they they fluctuate, and that would be Jamal Crawford, Kyrie Irving, Steph Curry, mm-hmm. and those kind of guys. Ke- mm-hmm. I also throw Kevin Durant in that category as well because of his height. You know, yep. being able to, you know, shift you left and right. Also, I throw Paul George in that category. Um, mm-hmm. And now, these are not better or worse because I don't like that. I don't like that hierarchy. I'll just yep. say these are, especially the guys that just named, those guys are, mm-hmm. uh, uh, I would obviously say, the blueprint for their style. Their particular mm-hmm. style can't be duplicated. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, then you switch that. You have ball handlers who are also super effective, like Drew Holiday or... Uh, mm-hmm. Um, Damian Lillard's backcourt mate, um, I forget his name, CJ McCollum. And yeah. mm-hmm. these guys are, I mean, ridiculous ball handlers, too. Great ball handlers, um, John ja Morant, and you know, uh, and so on. The list goes on. Now, when I say handle, there's two different types of handle there's a Jason mm-hmm. Kidd handle, there's an Iverson handle, and then there's a, obviously a bone collector type of handle. So, mm-hmm. what I mean by that is Jason Kidd is can literally, to me, one that has one of the best handles ever because he can get to the middle of the floor every play, no matter what move he's doing. So mm-hmm. if you can get in the center of the floor, then the job is done. That's my assessment of handle. So well, tier-wise, I would say, you know, 
those guys, um, Kyrie and those guys, and those guys have a unique handle. The other guys have what is called a dangerous handle. Bradley Beal, John Wall. So mm-hmm. I've categorized it that categorized it that way. Yeah, and I think that's a good way of phrasing it. Because um, honestly, it's all subjective. It's like you could obviously debate the go. My generation, I'm sure you probably agree with me. Mm-hmm. Um, say Jordan. A lot of people are saying obviously Kobe. Rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you got the LeBron. So yeah, it's it's one of those things where everyone has their own opinion. Of course. Um, but the, as you were saying before, so I know you're going to be mentioning uh, you're going to be doing some broadcasting. Mm-hmm. Is that going to be with uh, local national networks or anything um, specifically? Well, right now I'm working with Turner Sports in the NBA. Um, my broadcasting will be a combination of uh, uh, NBA G League and NBA um, games. Um, most of the stuff that I do is based around the major events. So All-Star Weekend, uh, mm-hmm. you know, all that kind of stuff. Hall of Fame. Those are the times when I sit, step in and, and do my job in, in those those areas. Um, and then also, I uh, you know recently, like I said, I, with the personal training, being able mm-hmm. to have access to those players, um, it's just a it's just an unopened you know uh, plethora of things that I can possibly get my hands involved in. It's such a blessing mm-hmm. to be able to do this. And one message I want to leave for the kids if they're listening, you know, I I grew up the type of kid that wanted to be better than everybody. And I, I mm-hmm. never stopped trying. I never stopped. I never asked for a name, Bone Collector. But I know that the work that I put in created a genre and a way for me to provide for my family. So my message for you kids are, is that you don't have to grow up and be somebody. You were born somebody. The work that you put in will always be shown. And you live in a, in a confusing time where social media creates your thought process, so to speak. Use that time that you have on social media to create your own uh, j- sort of way of, and style of playing and go out and practice it. Because if you don't practice, you, you just like homework. If you don't do your homework, you get bad grades. Just like in basketball, you don't practice, you can't be as good as you can be. Yeah, no, I agree with you 100% on that. And I think that's something uh, refreshing to hear, especially coming from some of yourself, Larry. And um, I think especially in this era, there's so many people on social media who are trying to be someone who they aren't. So as you're mentioning, whether it's sports, uh, business, school, work, any ambitions you might have, I think if people are authentic and be themselves, but be the best version as they be, is probably the best advice, as you're saying, you can really be. Yes, and that way you won't have to draw from an energy that's not yours. If you're putting on some sort of uh, facade about who you are, you have to draw from that energy when people ask you questions about that facade. Instead of that, be true to who you are. And don't the number on Instagram is not what you search for. You don't want to search for a certain amount of followers. You just want to love what you do, and the rest of that will come along. It's just a program. It's not who you are. It's not what you are. It's a program. So you want to allow those things to eliminate from your spirit so you can dig into what you love. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree anymore. And I think the biggest thing is uh, for anyone uh, listening out there, is to, as you're mentioning, Larry, just fall in love with the process. So many people are just, especially these days, are falling in love with the end goals. Yeah. And obviously, having a better life financially and that sort of thing is great. But at the end of the day, if you're not happy, it's, it's for me personally, and I, I know you agree with me, it's just, it's not worth no. it. You know? Yeah, that's absolutely true. Um, well, I- anyways, Larry, let me... I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Uh, let me let me ask you one last thing. So I know you're mentioning uh, your future goals or future ambitions, for lack of better mm-hmm. words. Um, but is there any businesses you'd like to start or anything along those lines as well with everything going on at the moment? Yes. Um, 
right now I'm working on a uh, online training course where I offer the kids a uh, package or some sort of generic um, training program. When I say generic, mm-hmm. it, it's literally, it has to be done in, in what I always use these tiers. So mm-hmm. the initial program I will uh, launch for the kids will be a way for them to stay in shape. It'll be, it'll have nutrition, body goals. And also there's a tutorial on, you know, what you, how to stretch and all those things you need to be an athlete. And then that's just, you know, on the basics, basics, mm-hmm. but the premium package um, that I will offer for the children at a, at an affordable price for them, monthly subscriptions or, or uh, one-time deals will be the premium packages for them to master a particular skill set. So, I have mm-hmm. mastered three moves that I no one can stop. So I teach mm-hmm. those in particular. And when I teach those, there's a high frequency of training you have to do. So I believe that purchase automatically states that you're ready to work. So hopefully the kids, I don't want to, I'm not a big fan of, you know, trying to overly capitalize off a child's love for something. I would rather you mm-hmm. get be the best player you can be. And if I can give it to you for nothing, then I'm going to do that. And I think that with that, on the flip side, with that premium package being something that kids can't afford, they can reach mm-hmm. as any level they like. I'd ha- and also they'd be privileged to have different cameos from different NBA players speaking on the things I'm teaching them. So you might get, you know, uh, whoever who you never know, Jason Williams or somebody coming in and speaking on And other streetball influencers, professor, and these guys that I know, he'll come in and mm-hmm. speak on the videos to explain why moves work, why they don't work. And then at the end end of it all, every, every year I'll pick a kid to go out and train with personally. I'll give them free training. Mm-hmm. So uh, those are some of the things I'm rolling out. Um, we'll do the virus. Um, you know, I try to keep myself in, in great shape, so I want the kids to do the same. Yeah, and I, I think that's awesome. Um, I think that would be a dream for so many kids out mm-hmm. there. Uh, especially with them are at a younger age who are really learning basketball and the kids especially too. I think you might um, think stretching is not important, but once you get a little older, you definitely want to have those fundamentals and um, good habits, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. So um, overall, especially too, with you being able to do what you do and then offer a premium package, I definitely think you were the best thing. If someone really wants it, they'll take their game to the next yeah. level. And I can tell you guys firsthand, the moves he does have, they will assure you and they will get you to the next level. And um, I guess that's all I have for you, Larry. Is there anything else you want to say at this um, time? Just thank you for the opportunity. And uh, God bless you to all the kids and families out there um, working through this COVID situation. Um, you guys stay safe. And uh, hopefully I'll see you guys in the near future. Awesome. Sounds good. And uh, I'll tell you guys what, next time uh, Larry has an update with anything going on or anything along those lines, I'll definitely have him on again. And then I'll get you guys some more information on his training programs. And uh, we can go from there. Cool. If there if there's any questions from any callers, you know, if, if there's anybody listening, if you guys have any questions, feel free. You know. Um, other than that, thank you. Awesome. Sounds good. Well, thanks for uh, taking the time as well, Larry. And uh, we'll chat again. All right. Too. Have a blessed one. All right. Thank you. You too.